Welcome to the Digestible Dynamics Podcast, a podcast for the innovators from the experts. We know that you're busier than ever, and the last thing you need as a business applications innovator is a lengthy, drawn-out podcast where you walk away with the possibility of learning something new. Well, that's how the Digestible Dynamics Podcast is different. Each episode will contain one digestible tidbit about Dynamics 365 that you can immediately apply to your business. With the combined experience of three decades in the business application space, Dr. KJ and I understand that the power of technology is not about the features and functions, but rather the value it can bring to your business to help you transform and drive growth. That's why we'll focus on the most useful things that you need to know about the Dynamics 365 platform. Welcome everyone to the Digestible Dynamics Podcast, your number one source for snackable tidbits that help you optimize your Dynamics 365 experience. KJ, as a parent, do you ever find that your daughter listens to advice from her friends or other adults more than the advice you give to her? Well, Kevin, that's that's a good one. Most parents would say yes. I, on the <laughs> other hand, would definitely say no. My daughter, she actually listens um, to the things that I'm saying. So it makes me feel like I'm providing some type of value in her life. But I think it's we're best friends, uh, but I am the parent and she gets it. So <laughs> it, uh, it all works out. But it's, it's really funny that you asked that because... Um, you know, I'm assuming you really didn't listen to your parents growing up. Uh, man, my mom and dad would tell you that I was an angel of a child. I listened to my parents for real. But I, I, yes, in I recall specific life lessons about life and money that my parents bestowed upon me, usually after I had made a mistake of some kind. And I usually just brush it off, not thinking anything of it. Then in the future, moving, you know, as I got older, I heard it on a podcast or from a mentor. And retrospectively, I realized that my parents were very much correct. So, Kevin, you sound like that Will Smith hit. Parents just don't understand. Man, that's old school, but it's a good one. So, again, you're calling me old. And yes, <laughs> it is an old school track. Yeah, I know that one of these days, I hope to be old school too. So what's for this week's episode, Kevin? Yeah, thanks for keeping me focused, KJ. I can kind of go all over the place if I'm given the opportunity to. This week, we're hearing from a customer who implemented Power Apps for key business functions like onboarding that led to an overall savings of $1 million. Now, my hope is that by hearing from you know, a customer uh, who's or a real-life user who's implemented and used it and realized the benefits that our listeners are, are going to uh, truly understand that value as opposed to just hearing you and I talk about it for hours. No, 100%. And one of my favorite things to talk about is the Power Platform. And I'm really looking forward to learning what our guest has to offer and, and provide our listeners. So, um, Kevin, with that, can you introduce us to this week's guest? I certainly can. Digestible Dynamics, let me introduce you to Colt Cohen. Colt Cohen is currently serving as a senior leader of digital innovation in the legal services industry with 15 years of experience in technical, consultative, leadership capacities across several different industry areas, his career has been focused on cultivating strategic and technological roadmaps, as well as architectural frameworks around the Power Platform, Dynamics 365, and Microsoft 365, all with the focus of uncovering, 
enhancing and realizing opportunities for digital transformation and innovation. Welcome everybody to the Digestible Dynamics podcast. Today, we have Colt Cohen with Epic Global to talk about Power Platform in a real world use case that I think you're all going to love. Welcome, Colt. Thanks. Thank you, Kevin. Thanks, KJ. Great. Well, let's go ahead and, and, and dive right into it. How have you used the Power Platform to transform your organization's processes? Yeah. So, um, you know, at, um, at Epic and, and other organizations I've been with, I've seen um, a real need, especially in the last um, few years, right, where the world is uh, dramatically changed through many, many different life events that um, there, there's a real need to simplify everybody's day to day in areas that, you know, really take up a lot of our time that could be better spent focusing on on things that really add value um, to, to our day-to-day and to the organizational's value that it provides out into the world, right? So um, sure. part of what I have seen and, and how I've used the Power Platform has really been around the processes that, you know, add a, kind of an increased security for organizations, um, feeling a lot more confident working in this remote world that a lot of organizations have moved into and are, are I think, feeling confident in staying in right now. And also uh, providing that layer of kind of self-service and, and getting what they need when they need it so they can be as productive as possible. So, so yeah, there's there's a ton of different use cases that we've um, we've seen, and some have um, fit very very well, and and some I think have kind of been the long form of trying to go through refinement to understand, um, you know, this this platform is great and it can really operate in so many different areas around a business, but how does it like how do we use it to really add the value i'm looking for i think that's a that's always a moving target because business is always changing so some things are almost like plug and play right and then other parts of this platform have been you know a year two years of just figuring it out and and kind of evolving with the business and and getting more and more advanced with this platform to understand hey you know this, this problem is not a A plus B equals C, right? It's, it's a much mm-hmm. more complex equation. Mm-hmm. So that's been a lot of the fun I've had uh, over the last couple of years is trying to um, handle some of the simple uh, solutions that say, hey, Power Platform is like a perfect fit, right? And then other things, it's Power Platform can do this, but uh, the business process, as it's evolving, we have to evolve with it. And, and Power Platform is almost like a piece of that puzzle um, and so that's, that's kind of been the fun part of it is, is just having that as, as a phenomenal gateway to get us to, to a kind of a new future and, and how we do our work. Love that. And you touched on a couple of things there, improvement of security or at least maintenance of security with, with regards to data and access of the information, but also efficiency. So doing more with less. So are those the two key things, uh, benefits that you're seeing with the Power Platform? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, so an example of of something that um, in the last few years that um, that I did that I think really exemplified, especially at at Epic um, and even other areas that I've talked to, um, really just what the Power Platform can do. Right, is we use this to automate a um, fully um, a fully automated solution around on, uh, user onboarding and offboarding in the organization, and 
that was a um, almost more, it was more of a need, right? It wasn't just a, hey, this is a cool idea. It was, hey, we're about to all have to work from home because there's a pandemic coming. So how do we ensure that when people join the organization, they have everything they need, right? Whether it's access, whether it's equipment, whether it's just being part of the right distribution list so I don't get lost on my first week, right? I mean, there's things like that. And equally, if somebody chooses to separate with an organization, you know, then you're talking about security. How do you know that that account is is rectified in a way that the the company's security posture isn't isn't compromised? Um, and also, you know, and, and that's not to just say about insider risk, but you know, we all know the the pending outside security risks that exist today and how how um, prevalent they are, right? So the more accounts you leave open, you're susceptible to that. So we went through a process of using um, Power Platform to automate as, you know, um, we, you know, requests would come in that a new joiner was, um, you know, coming to the organization, we would be able to allow managers to self-service and let IT know what equipment they need, what software they need, what distribution list that they, they might need. And then equally, we would be able to do automated things with uh, Power Automate and um, Azure Automation and, and other other um, tool sets to say, we're going to automatically provision their mailbox, right? Based on what business unit they're in, they're going to get this 365 licensing. Um, so there's, there's uh, some great um, partnership that was able to happen with IT and the business to understand, hey, what are all the things today and you're part of the business that has to happen before somebody joins, right? What are what are the key things that are going to um, make a a join a joining experience for a new employee that much better from what they've been in a manual world, right? So through all of that, we were able to find a ton of cost avoidance, um, you know, around licensing. We were able to find a lot of labor reduction and what was having to be. Um, it, it done with um, you know provisioning all of this manually, and now those teams are able to spend their time focused on on things that actually add value to that business. So um, instead of spending all their time provisioning, say, fifty user accounts, mm-hmm. they're spending that time finding ways that we can automate um, you know software packaging through uh, Microsoft Endpoint Manager, right, and then uh, build uh, remediation scripts to be proactive for users' devices. So they're um, working at a much better uh, rate, right? And we're able to tackle those issues before they become an issue. So we're, we're, I think Power Platform is enabling us to be able to get away from being reactive and be more proactive, right? Which is adding productivity to our business. Um, and it's allowing us to uh, just really envision what a world could look like even you know a few years from now with where the platform's heading, especially with all the co-pilot features that are coming, you know, if, so if it's not IT doing it, the business is going to be even further enabled as citizen developers mm-hmm. to, to help themselves. And we can simply kind of shepherd them on that journey, which I think is, is uh, the exciting future that we're looking at right now. No, that's that's amazing. So you you said one thing that was that really kind of stood out to me is you, you know, during the pandemic, we really focused on automation, right? But now we're in a new age. We're coming out of the pandemic. We've now introduced AI. How are you seeing AI and automation work together in this new universe, so to speak? 
You know, and I think that's an interesting, it's an interesting question because I don't think that's even been fully realized yet. Right. I think it's so, it's not even that AI is so new, right? Because artificial intelligence is not the newest thing on the block, right? It's been around for years. The difference is that generative AI and how, how the populace is now looking at that and saying, this is the new shiny toy, is the difference, which is amazing because so. it has gone from a very, you have to be very techy to understand it right? to, I don't necessarily have to understand the inner workings. I understand what it does for me day to day to have productivity. Yeah. And so, and, and that's everything, right? Power platform, right? If, if we looked at it, what it, you know, what power apps was in 2018, and then we look at what that whole platform is today. That's why, you see that massive increase in citizen developers. It's why you see that massive interest in how can I build power automate flows to do A, B, C, D, you know, EFG, right? So that's, that is where we're at right now. We're on the, almost the, the precipice of, of yeah. AI because of things like open AI and, you know, GPT and all that. So I think, it's hard for me to answer because every business is going to look at that differently. Obviously, um, the the biggest thing right now is the responsible use of it, right? Which I know Absolutely. Microsoft Absolutely. and OpenAI and other companies, um, thankfully, are looking at it from a um, responsible use and ethics perspective and not at a uh, move as fast as you can perspective, which right. is, you know, some, some technology falls victim to that sometimes, right? Yeah. So. We're we're in a good spot, I think, to really envision what the next three to five years are going to look like. But I don't think we're at a spot where we can even understand what it's going to do in the next 12 months because it's yeah. still being realized in things like Power Apps. Copilot's there mm-hmm. in preview, but nobody has gotten enough hands on it to really even get, a you know, a, a more than a tenth of understanding Right. What is this going to do? What is what is app building going to look like, right? In 18 months, what is it going to look like when I go in there and say, build me an app to do X, Y, and Z, create me a dataverse table to have these fields and go and, um, you know, like share with these, with these security groups. I mean, it could get to that point where it's all natural language and you're, you know, you're done in a day where instead it may take me, um, you know, I, I can spend more time on the things that actually matter with that building, which I think is going to be um, what's exciting to me is I'm going to be able to go in and spend more time on the UI UX of an app, of a Canvas app, right? Instead of doing all the back end, which it matters, but to the end result, who's using that app, they want something that's easy, understandable, functional, and it serves the need, Right. And so if I can get the back end there and the front end is really where I spend my time. So it drives that adoption and it drives more people to want to use this platform. That's what's going to grow. And I think that's where AI fits is to help us focus on what matters to the end users and the things that matter to us are taken care of by things like generative AI where we can make sure the back end is stable, but it's not eating up the majority of our time during our development. Mm -hmm. 100% makes sense. And you touched on 
the power of of introducing things like Copilot, but also the power platform itself. It's to empower those citizen developers, but to bridge the gap between development and business users. That way, now as a, a an app designer that doesn't have a technical chops, I can go in, use natural language with Copilot, and build a Canvas app that can then just be QA'd, if you will, by the development team to make sure all the ducks in a row, the compliance is there. It relieves that burden off of them. That being said, exactly. uh, what is the what was the motivation rather for using Power Platform at Epic Global? Um, you know, so like I said, I mean the the pandemic was a big one, right? So we had to be able um, we had to be able to be to be quick. Um, you know, there were some other um, internal business changes going on at that time that were very critical as well that. Um, unfortunately, kind of coincided with the pandemic happening. So we were already in the middle of trying to figure out a, a rapid transformation of how we kind of did our internal operations technologically. And then COVID kind of came in and said, so you thought you were doing it rapidly, but you're going to have to move even quicker, right? So right. we moved at a tremendous pace. We started finding individuals in our organization that had skill sets that almost complemented growing in the power platform. So even if they didn't have that experience of using Power Apps or Power Automate or Power BI, Power Virtual Engines, any of it, we knew that they had the type of mindset to where if we put it in front of them, we could say, hey, here's what we're going to do. Let's crash course this and understand how this technology works. And then let's let's make it applicable, right, to what we need to do. And so we found the right individuals and said, hey, we need an automated onboarding offboarding solution. We need a, um, a gated solution to handle like local admin requests for, for equipment, right? Because we're, we're pushing equipment out as quick as we can, trying to get everybody remote, but everybody may not be able to have all the, the software they need yet, right? Because yeah. we're still trying to move in parallel on a lot of this. So Great. we created an automated approval solution for requesting local admin rights, you know, that went through our security team. And then very cool enough. We actually uh, had a proactive remediation script that we would trigger through graph API from that approval. So when it was approved, it automatically issued out that local admin um, request through that. And then we actually tracked how uh, long they should have that access through Dataverse. And then we would revoke that access at the end of that time through Dataverse. Wow. So, um, so there were things like that. We were able to move very quickly and be very, um, very smart in, hey, you know, this is going to serve a bigger need and maybe not as flashy, but it's going to protect us during a time mm -hmm. of such uncertainty, right? So that is really the catalyst of what got us moving in Power Platform is do we buy something off the shelf or do we use what we have and just use the human ingenuity that we have to figure it out and not worry about spending the money, but spend, you know, kind of the human brain power, right? Of saying, we have all this tech, why aren't we using it? So that was kind of yeah. what happened. Um, and, you know, I, I hate ever saying that through COVID something good happened because it was a very horrible right. time for a lot of people. But through a very dark period in, in our world, um, it, it helped us realize that we have much more power in ourselves with the tech that we have than we even realized. So it was a very um, enlightening time for our organization and, and for me, even in my career, just um, – you know, how much I've grown just in three years, uh, yeah. you know, and, and having to realize um, what we can do with this platform. No, Cole, you, you hit a good thing is 
you learned in three years, right? Um, so give me two to three resources that helped you learn the Power Platform outside of the Microsoft Learn uh, to, you know, documentation. Yeah, so, um, and this is probably a little bit more of a newer one, but I definitely think um, if somebody hasn't uh, subscribed to the, the PowerCat YouTube channel, I think that's a very, very good resource um, as of late. And not maybe not to get deep into the technical weeds of how to do something, but to understand what's coming, right? Because the biggest challenge of being a champion of this platform, and especially being an expert in this platform, is to know what this platform is going to look like in 3, 6, 9, 12 months. Because if you don't have that knowledge, you're not prepared. And then before you know, uh, before you realize it, it's, it's, you know, you're going to be three months behind, right? And that happens right. in, in a lot of platforms, but Power Platform's no exception right now because it is, it's growing so quickly. So that's one. Number two, um, honestly, just YouTube in general has been very good. I don't have a specific channel there, but I would say um, YouTubing, you know, uh, with I, I, there's there's uh, several different MVPs that have some really great channels on there. They get very technical on anything from you know if you need to understand how to build uh, complicated Canvas apps to how you could um, and some of my favorite right now is how you can integrate Power Virtual Agents with um, Azure OpenAI and kind of getting around the preview with boosted conversations, but you can still utilize it in the way that you need. Those have been very cool that I've seen lately. Um, and equally LinkedIn, LinkedIn is my mm -hmm. number three and it's probably actually ranked my number one because you get to form a sense of community with other, other, um, you know, developers and, and evangelists on there of the platform to really understand, Hey, it's not just about what I'm trying to do. It's understanding what other places are doing with this because, what say Epic might be doing now, we may need to do what this other company is doing in 12 months. And I don't even right. know it yet. Right. So you start building that form of community of really seeing, wow, they're, they're actually using Dataverse to do this. Right. But I'm like, I wish I had a need to do that. But, and then 12 months you say, I'm so glad that I kept up with this person because now I do need to do that. Right. So that's, yep, yep. that's the thing I love about LinkedIn is, you really find people who are experts in different kind of subcategories of power platform. You can follow them for different, um, different purposes. And then um, just form, form connections with these people, right? Build your network sure. up around the people that are really focused in the areas that you think you're going to need to be for what you're doing. And um, I think it'll surprise you. Um, you know, you'll, you'll really, um, you'll grow as a technical person. You'll also grow as a leader in the platform to understand, Hey, um, this is what, this is what the landscape mm -hmm. looks like, right? For businesses, this is where it's, where it's at, this is where we're going. And, um, you'll be able to speak at a much more high level for your organization and, um, just make your whole organization a better place for it. Love that. Colt, you've said so many great things, whether it was empowering the developers, uh, citizen developers, uh, and taking the burden off of the IT, how Epic is using it for onboarding processes, things that came out of the pandemic for your organization in terms of how to empower your organization with the Power Platform. Thank you so much for being on the show. When something new comes out, if you pivot and use the Power Platform differently at Epic, we'd love to have you back on the show to share your real world experience with our listeners. Thank you, Cole. Thank you. 
Thank you for tuning in to Digestible Dynamics Podcast, a show for you, the innovators, with content directly from the experts. While we only cover one tidbit of Dynamics 365 per episode, if you want to learn more, head over to our LinkedIn page by searching for Digestible Dynamics on LinkedIn so that we can guide you to the right resource to help you maximize your Dynamics 365 experience. If you have any other questions, email your host, KJ and KG at digestibledynamics at microsoft.com. Until next time, folks. Thank you.